the good pleasure of hearing a word from Father Theodore. I wish there were only one word. and a stumbling block to the Gentiles. If you see me 
the Father. He and I are one. Every single step of his three-year ministry was toward Jerusalem, toward Golgotha, towards fulfilling what the Father had sent him to do, which is to trample down death, defeat the devil, and to destroy sin once and for all for human life. To open up the way to the kingdom of heaven and salvation. To remind his disciples, his followers, and everyone who had ears to hear and hearts open that we are not citizens of this world. This is not our homeland. Don't settle in too deeply. Don't plant your roots too deeply. For we are sojourners. We are passing through. Don't anchor yourself. Don't weigh yourself down. But know that your homeland, your permanent residence, where you will finally say, Ah, the home is not here. How many of you feel that tension every single day in your life? How many of you feel a now but not yet experience deep in your bones, in your visceral part of your human existence, in the heart of your hearts? If we're honest with ourselves, all of us would say yes. Jesus, for him, the cross, more than anything else, was to do the will of his Father who sent It was an obedience of love. This is why it says in this gospel passage, For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son. Whatever the Father does, the Son does. Whatever the will of the Father is the will of the Son. Whatever the operation of the Father is the operation of the Son. They are one. If it is God's love to send his Son, it's his Son's love to do the will of his Father. When Jesus finally revealed in the third year of his ministry, I'm going up to Jerusalem, Peter stood in his way and said, they will kill you. We will not let you go there. And Peter heard words that probably burned in the heart. Get behind me, Satan. Do not team up with the evil one, for this is the reason that I came. He was not concerned with his safety or his security. He was concerned with our ultimate safety and security. Not temporal, but eternal. To love somebody, to truly love them, is to care about their soul. To care about that which is made most in God's image, which no one can take away, which is immortal. St. John Chrysostom said, and he said this in relation to those who fall asleep and are in a casting and are being prepared by burial to cross over, to pass over from this place to their eternal resting place. The only thing that we as human beings take with us into paradise is the virtue that we adorn our soul This is what God chiefly cares about. It's not that he's 
does not want us to be reckless or full-hearted. By no means. He wants us to be wise and prudent and stewards. And so we have to carefully navigate our way through life. There is a call for carefulness. But we need to not lose sight in what is ultimately important. And it is the safety and security of our soul, not our minds. This is why the Apostle Paul says in his epistle, he says, Peace and mercy be upon all who walk by the rule of the cross. And he goes on and says, Henceforth, let no human being trouble me, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. What did he mean by that? The whippings, the beatings, the imprisonment. All that he suffered for the sake of his faith in Christ's victory on the cross, in Christ's love and obedience, so that on the cross he could say, It is finished. I have done all that the Father sent me to accomplish. This is the message of the church then and today, more than ever. Christ has destroyed the ultimate enemies of humanity. And when we think of sin, it simply means missing the mark, not getting it right. The world says, this is your own life. That's sin. Anchor yourself. Hold tightly. Fear anything that can take away your earthly temporal life or your health or your safety or your security. That's sin. It's missing the mark. It's not the bullseye. It's got truth in it, but it is a distortion, ultimately, of the truth. The mark, the bullseye, is that this life is but an investment in eternity. This life is the way of the cross. Each of us should be imitating Christ and the saints who said what is important is to do in every situation with every decision with every breath what is the will of God for me what are my gifts what are you calling me to Lord in this place and time what is my responsibility I can think of nothing more at this time and in this place, not just Portland, not just the United States, but in the world today, for Christians to believe more than ever in their homeland, which is the kingdom, to not be afraid, to not be stupid, but not be afraid, to have faith. To believe with all of our heart and soul that the church is the spiritual hospital that brings the truth, that brings life, that brings forgiveness, that brings victory, that brings courage and boldness to walk in this world in such a way that we point the way to the kingdom of heaven. In every calamity that the church has ever known in 21 centuries, 
This has been the purpose and the mission of Christians who are little Christ in the church. To point the way to not be afraid. To be self-sacrificial. To carry the cross. To be able to say at the end of our life, we didn't hold it back. We didn't hide. We finished what God called us to do. And it's not about us. If we really love our neighbor, then we look at their soul and it becomes about them. We point the way as St. John the Baptist did in his life and his ministry, the patron saint, to Christ. Christ is the word. Christ shows us the way. Imitate him. Take up your cross. Deny yourself. And come back again. And you will have a peace that surpasses all comprehension. People will look to you because you're following him to know the way. Then the cross, Jesus crucified and resurrected, he who ascends and opens the way to paradise will no longer be a stumbling block of foolishness to those who Let us all say with our whole song, with our whole mind, let us say.